Welcome to Mom Blogging Unplugged, where we go behind the scenes on all the things that people won't tell you about this crazy mom blogging world. I'm your host, Erica. I'm a mom of two, marketing expert, blogger behind Mumbreak, and lover of all things deep fried. I think that this world of mom blogging is a bit too cagey, so I am going to bring on guests for you who will answer all the tough questions and things that people don't usually talk about. I want to help take your blog to the next level by giving you the real information without beating around the bush. This whole world of mom blogging kind of is defined by the fact that you have children. Part of the rule of who you are as a human being is that you are a mom, and regardless of if you're sharing your journey from a lifestyle perspective of your adventures with your kids, or if you're fitness or makeup, the idea is that you are a mom who is blogging about some topic. So the topic and question always comes up of how do you decide what to share on social media that revolves your children? I know that people are nervous of what they want to share out there with the public, and they're scared to start blogging because of that. And some people are actually scared about how that will affect their relationship with brands. So what I want to do today is talk to you about my personal experience with that and how I've decided to move forward in my blog, because there is no one right answer. And I don't think there is a, air quotes, right amount to share your children on social media. There's no way. There's no one right way. You have to decide what works best for you, your children, and if this is applicable, your partner as well. Because I know that it might be scary to share and to see what people are seeing of your children, but this shouldn't stop you from starting a blog. Now, Again, I'm going to speak to my experience, so my experience might be very different than yours, but this is just what we've done and figured out over the past few years. So when I started my blog about three years ago, I had a six-month-old. So this was with my first child. Uh, She was a six-month-old baby, and I started the blog really as a passion project. This was There was never a goal to monetize this blog because at that point in time, that wasn't really something that people did. Some people had started doing that, but it it just wasn't in the goal. The goal was to have a creative outlet for what I was experiencing in motherhood. And a large part of that revolved around my daughter. And because it revolved around her, there was a couple unspoken rules that my husband and I had sort of agreed upon. And Number one was to not show her lady bits. We, up until she was a certain age, I was still, I personally was still comfortable with showing like things of her in the tub, as long as you didn't see, again, her lady bits. And the other big one was not showing exactly where we lived. That was just, it was one of those things that I just personally wasn't comfortable with, but I shared everything else. And that was one of the things that, initially set me apart as a blogger because at that point three years ago people weren't really necessarily showing the nitty-gritty of the day-to-day so one of the examples I I often give is I was very liberal (laughs) in showing my daughter's tantrums and I have a firecracker she is I try to say she is a strong confident young lady but really she is a hmm 
Again, I'm trying trying to stay positive, but she's busy. She's going to take over the world one day, and if she doesn't, then she's going to drive me crazy before that. And I was very, very liberal sharing her tantrums, and it's funny because I remember at one point in time, someone actually, I had created um, an ongoing piece in my newsletter called uh, hashtag toddler tantrums or something along those lines. And someone actually reported the email saying how inappropriate it was and that it was offensive to them because they didn't feel as though me showcasing her tantrums with people was fair to her. It was taking her say out of it. And I took that message very seriously because she made a really good point. At this point in time, my daughter was like 12 months old. So it was really, she started the tantrums young. Like I said, strong, confident young lady. (laughs) But I took it really to heart because it got me thinking, what am, it questioned what I'm actually comfortable with. And Again, this is my experience and it's evolved and changed over time because now you'll find that what I started with is very different. So to that end, as she grew up and it was just her, I actually shifted the amount that I was sharing. I even went as far as to make an announcement on my Instagram page saying that I'm going to let her decide. And this is when she was an older toddler and had a little bit of an understanding of what she liked doing and didn't like doing. She had no concept and still has no concept of what the platform of Instagram actually is, other than the fact that you guys are all of her friends and she likes speaking to her friends. But I made the decision that I would let her decide. So, yes, she's young, but it's we're kind of just making best efforts at this point. So that involves things like I never force her to be in pictures. I say, hey, Aubrey, do you want to take a picture? And 99% of the time she goes, no, mommy, and runs away. (laughs) And that's okay because unless it's for, the only time I force her to be in pictures actually is for family pictures because I want to remember the perfect happy fake smiles (laughs) that we all had on that day. I force her to take family pictures and we actually bribe her heavily (laughs) to do those. But, excuse me, but... For the purposes of Instagram and the blog specifically, I've made a rule that I've never forced her to be in pictures. And it makes it a little bit tricky for branded work, but that I'll talk a little bit about it in a second. I want to take a quick minute to talk to you about the Fresh 20. This is a meal planning system that I've been using with my family that has made things so much easier. Every Friday, I get a dinner meal plan in my account that tells me the five dinners that I'm going to be having that week, and it gives me my grocery list, how much the groceries will cost, what ingredients I can prep ahead of time, and then step-by-step instructions for the meals for each day. The thing I love about it so much is that every Sunday, I open my meals, take a look at my grocery list, and it literally takes me three minutes to order them on Instacart, and I schedule my grocery delivery for when nap time starts. When the groceries get here, I spend 20 to 30 minutes prepping the ingredients for the week, put them in glass containers in the fridge, and then when Monday rolls around, I basically just assemble the ingredients for the meals and cook the protein. I chose the paleo menu options, but you can choose between classic, vegetarian, gluten-free, dairy-free, or vegan. And you get meals for the week you don't need to think about that are easy, delicious, and quick to make. This is one of those hacks that saved me so much time in my week and is still feeding my family super healthy and delicious meals. 
So if you want to take a look at their options, you can head to mumbrick.ca slash thefresh20 to learn more because this is one of those hacks that will make life so much easier. The other thing that I did as she started to grow up was I made um, the decision to sit down with my husband and talk about what we were both comfortable with because we have very different levels of what we're comfortable with on social media. Um, he does he himself does not enjoy being on social media, so that's a whole other conversation. But for the kids, he has equal say in what's published on them, and his comfort level is much lower than mine, so he was not as. Uh, he did not want as much to be shared. So those were the kind of shifts I made when I had just Aubrey. I started letting her decide what she wanted to be involved in. I kind of shifted the blog so that it was more about me. And then I had Austin. So Austin is my, if you don't know who he is, he's my second kid. He's, there's a two and a half year age difference between the two. And when I had him at this point, my blog was a, I was trying to monetize it and I was trying to work with sponsors and brands and he was back in this cute pudgy little baby stage and he was a boy. So there was from the like top up nudity perspective, I was a little bit more comfortable with sharing him running around the house in a diaper as an example. So the overall what I was comfortable with in the level that I'm comfortable sharing is very similar to Aubrey no down there nudity no I for both of them I don't do any like bathroom or potty stuff I try to not do a lot of stuff focused around their bedrooms sometimes I do every now and then I do some cleaning montages but other than that I stay clear a little bit away from it um then the difference with him though is that I actually bring him into more pictures so You'll see now if you look on my Instagram feed, there's much more of, there's still not a lot of him, but there's much more of Austin on the feed because I'll just pick him up and say, hey kid, guess what? You're getting in a picture. Smile. And if he doesn't smile, then I just pick a different theme for that picture. But he is in more. And once he gets to the point where he really starts fighting it, then we'll shift to what Aubrey's doing and maybe they just won't be in pictures. Who knows? Maybe Aubrey by then will want to be in pictures again. By that point, she'll probably have her own Instagram page because I guess that's what kids are doing now, which is crazy and a whole other conversation. So I had already made the conscious shift to make the blog more about me and less focused and centralized around my children because again I don't want the spot I don't want it to be their blog I want it to be my blog so you'll notice that I actually one of the reasons why I changed the layout and theme of my page was so that it made it easier to be about me and not the kids the goal of my blog is to and the goal of everyone's blog is different but you have to think about the goal of your blog and who you're trying to reach for me my blog is about helping moms And part of that is showing some of the crazy stuff that my kids do and helping normalize those situations. But for the most part, we want to focus on, or I want to focus on the mothers. Like we are the human beings behind these crazy families and lives and the excitement of the day-to-day. But it's not about the kids. It's about the women who are doing all the work. So I made that shift and it really helped to make it a seamless transition from showcasing some of these more private moments with my kids. Now, the next major transition was when my kids actually went to school. So Aubrey transitioned to kindergarten at the same time that Austin transitioned to daycare. 
And as you can imagine, the next step was easy. I wanted to be very careful about sharing where the kids go to school and to care. It's things like I don't show street signs of where I'm walking. I try not to share when exactly I'm picking up the kids or pictures of them in the playground or outside of the school. Think I, I trust the school and the school is amazing and great. And same with the daycare. They're both very like they're both very secure and I'm happy with them. But you never know, and this is not one of those things that I'm willing to risk in any way. So that was another big for me personally. I decided that that was not okay. Now, at this point in time, I'm, you know, I've shifted the blog to more about me. I've established my boundaries and criteria, but what happens next? And the answer to that is honestly, I don't know. I have no idea what Aubrey or Austin will want to be included in. I have no idea if my husband will all of a sudden change his mind and, you know, not want this to be out there for the world. And that's their right. But I think one of the things about the debate of how much we can share our kids is understanding and acknowledging that that's not a finite decision. Something like this is flexible and fluid and changes over time. And what you start with may not be what you end with. It's, it's funny because this is such a heated topic. Uh, I recently had a few comments from people, you know, going down that whole route of just using your children to be famous. I mean, these are from people who don't know me and have no context to the saying, and they're just trolls. But it's one of those things that you really take to heart because the whole (laughs) being a mom, you're inherently just so protective over your children and family. But what you can do is establish what works for you. And that's not going to be the same as your neighbor. That's not going to be the same as someone else you follow online. But if you have that conversation with your partner, you know what you're both comfortable with, you respect, you're respectful of your children. And at what point does your child's opinion or input matter? I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. And I don't know that anybody does. I mean, I'm sure there are some rules and laws and that, that again, that depends on where you live. And since social media is so global, it will look very different from the random person you follow in the States to the person next door in Ottawa. So you have to be conscious of that as well, but it's going to change. And as long as you've asked the people who are involved and you know what you want, then that's really all that matters. Now, one final point before I wrap this up is working with brands because I want to tie this back to a business perspective as well because I recently reached out to a company I had worked with prior to shifting over the look and aesthetic of my feed and one of the questions they had to me was how are you planning to incorporate any new brand work in this new look and the same question could apply to let's say you are um Let's say you're a uh, travel blogger who is pitching a resort to work with your family to go visit. And you have decided that your personal boundaries are that you don't want to show your kids' faces. So again, a lot of different variables involved there. But let's say you are a travel blogger who is trying to pitch a Mexico resort, but you don't show your kids' faces. Now, it's important to not necessarily flat out go and say to them, hey, by the way, I, I, as long as you're comfortable with, I only don't share pictures of their faces. 
That's not necessary. What's necessary is showing past work and experience that you've done in the past for something comparable so that they can see and have a very clear understanding of what they should expect to receive as a deliverable. And there's nothing wrong with not telling them that you don't share people's pictures of faces because you can actually just send them a portfolio of your work that, hey, by the way, on all of your platforms, if they want to work with you, they need to also do the due diligence to see that, hey, maybe there's a trend here. And if they don't notice, then you're doing a very good job. Now, there are also some brands that you may not be able to work with depending on your personal preferences. Now, because I don't force my children to take pictures, that automatically for me eliminates any children's clothing brand. I have, I'm trying to say never, I I don't want to say the word never because I'm trying to think back into who I've worked with, but I've never or and or very rarely worked with any children's clothing brands. And that's because I don't feel comfortable and I don't want to spend the time wrangling my kids into clothing that they wouldn't wear normally because Aubrey only wears mismatched Elsa dresses with random pants. And actually Austin just wears all hand-me-downs from my friends who have had bucket loads of twins and gave me all their clothes. So it was super great for me. But it's it's one of those things that that just didn't fit with my criteria and that's okay. So instead of pitching clothing brands, I pitch clothing for the kids. I pitch clothing brands for me, which works out better for me anyways because I almost never get nice stuff for myself unless I get it from a sponsored deal because, you know, mom life. But that's one of those things is that you can be creative in a way to overcome any obstacles. And if you've set that set of sort of yes, no, what you're comfortable, what you're not comfortable with, then just think of outside of the box creative ways to showcase that. Okay, let me know if you guys have any questions. You can feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I'm happy to continue this conversation anytime. I think it's an important one, especially as this industry is growing. We need to learn to not only respect our children, but our partners and stay true to what you're comfortable with. And that's not going to be the same as the person next to you. And that's okay. Guys, make sure to follow me on Instagram at dot break. And if you want to get a tip of the day for blogging, you can go to mumbreak.ca slash tip of the day, where I will send you a private link to an Instagram page where I share a daily tip on stories and in my feed that's designed specifically to help you guys out. Have an awesome day. 